0: You know what I just realized, Tim? Yeah? We never came up with an idea for today's episode.
1: Huh. That really isn't like us at all. We just come up with at least something beforehand. Should we dip into those summer episode idea pool that
0: we had for this one? Well, you see, the thing is, if we do that, then we're going to have to come up with another idea to replace that when I come up to Calgary in July. And, you know, I just don't really want to go back to the well on that one. Ah, shit, you're right.
1: I mean, uh, the only thing I can think of to do is to brainstorm some ideas and see what we come up with.
0: We might as well. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that whatever idea we come up with, it has to be quick, easy, and it doesn't require a ton of research before on our end.
1: Sounds like a college paper. I've got a couple of ideas off the top of my head that I can throw out there and see what sticks.
0: Cool. Let's hear it. Episode on books. I like the idea. I don't know how much content we can actually get out of that, though, Tim.
1: Yeah, especially if we're going the no-research route. Uh, hmm. How about we do an episode on Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey?
0: Tim, we already talked about that game in our top five favorite hockey games list from last summer. Fine, Mr. Difficult. What would you suggest, then? (sighs) Fuck, I don't know, man. How about the top five Sands jerseys? As much as that's not a bad idea, did you just look down? Wait, why? What are you asking?
1: Did you just look down at your shirt to come up with that idea? It's not bad.
0: Wait, wait, you're serious?
1: Yeah. Think about it. A top five list of our favorite Senators jerseys.
0: I wasn't actually serious about that, Tim. That was more of a throwaway suggestion.
1: Well, Mr. Throwaway Suggestion, seeing how you poo-pooed both the ideas I had, and your idea fits the criteria you listed as quick-easy-doesn't-require-a-ton-of-research-episode, I don't see why not. Plus, with it being SENS-related, gives us an excuse to debut the promo that Trevor Shackles recorded with us.
0: Have Have we not debuted that yet?
1: Uh, This is the first episode we've done since the interview.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a good point, Tim. Well... I guess this episode will be on our top five cents jerseys, babe, bud.
1: Yeah, sounds like it.
0: All right, let's get to it. Hey, this is Trevor Shackles of Silver Seven Sens and the Cosper Pointcast. You're listening to the Third Line Plug Sensecast. All right, good to go. How's it going everybody? Welcome to the Third Line Plug Sandscast. I am your host Taylor Gibson. Joining me as always from the tropical metropolis of Calgary, Alberta, my co-host, Tim Jensey. Tim, is it Laurel or Yanni? I don't care. Yeah, neither do I. I really don't understand why people are getting so up in arms. It's kind of like that whole, what color is this dress thing? It's like, who gives a fucking shit? That dress was ugly anyway.
1: Well, I guess the thing is, is... People on Twitter will argue about anything, and maybe it's a bit nicer to distract, to not have to argue about things that require a bit of effort to have an opinion on.
0: Yeah, it's like the meme that somebody put up on social media about cutting toast. What is the correct way of doing it? Or the dog pants. Ah, That's a good point, Tim.
1: Although I think the dog pants had an objectively correct answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is true, Tim. That is true.
1: Because over the four legs, didn't cover the pooper.
0: That is a good point, actually, now that you bring that up. That's a very good point. So, Tim, point I just heads. wanted to bring something up. Uh-huh? We usually record on a sa- Sunday or a Monday. But it's Saturday, and it's in the morning. Yeah. Is so i got to ask, <laughs> are we doing our episode on the royal wedding?
1: Oh. Oh, let me get my fascinator uh what it is is i take my toaster and uh, strap a blender on top of it put it on my head and then get dolce and gabbana to waste about seven thousand odd dollars making it out of fabric
0: oh that sounds hot man <laughs> so i guess we've sort of wasted everybody's time and we might as well talk about today's episode eh, Tim? yeah and what are we going to do it on this week
1: I believe we already had that argument. We're doing top five Senators jerseys.
0: Yes. Now, given that this past season was the 25th official season of the Ottawa Senators, the Ottawa Senators have had a few variations on their jerseys. And Tim and I went through all of these jerseys over the past 25 years, and we picked our top five favorites. Now, if you're not familiar with our top fives, how it is is that we have five picks, and we go from five to one, No, I guess everybody sort of knows how the top five works, don't they, Tim? Yeah, and then we poke holes at each other. Pretty much. Well, Tim, seeing how I currently have my list in front of me, would you be okay if I go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so here we go. My top five favorite Ottawa Senator jerseys of all time. Let's start off at number five, the Red 3D Centurion. Now, this jersey was used from the 97-98 season, To the 06-07 season. Now this jersey was used for three reasons. It was a third jersey from the 97-98 until 98-99 season. It was used as an away jersey from 99-2000 until 03-04. And used as our home jersey from 05-06 to 06-07. Now what I really like about this jersey is that. It really went a different route than the jerseys the Sens have had over the years went. Where instead of the straight like the straight lines around the waist. It went for the more of the swoosh look, which I thought was really, really cool. And one thing I always really appreciated about it was that they had the 2D logo as a shoulder patch.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a really good shoulder patch.
0: Oh, I know. And considering that was my very first sense jersey I ever owned, I still love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's... Honestly, it's a brilliant-looking jersey.
0: Yeah, it's one that some junior teams I know have used over the years especially the Victoria Salsa. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, that's one I wouldn't have been aware of.
0: No, I I absolutely love it and I'm perfectly happy putting it at number 5, Tim. Yep. So let's go into number 4, the White 2D Centurion. Now this jersey was used from our expansion year 1992-1993. Until the 0607 season. Now, this was used as both a home and an away jersey. It was used as a home jersey from our expansion year until the 0304 season and used as an away jersey from the 0506 season until 0607. Now this is one of the most basic looking jerseys the Sens have done. It's just the basic white and red and black with the 2D logo with the S as a shoulder patch. What I really like about it is just it's such a simple design and it really stands out. I don't know. I th- I guess I'm just
1: I've never really been sold on the 2D Centurion as a front patch. Really, like, it's a great side patch, but I think it's a it's a bit plain for just kind of the front patch, and I think that's part of the reason why I, I was never really big on the the 2D white, or I really wasn't sold on the 3D black. The white's a lot better than the black,
0: though. Hmm, that's a good point, Tim. Even though I do like the. Uh... The black 3D jersey, though, but we'll get to that in due time.
1: Um, Actually, now that we're here,
0: what do you think
1: about uh, the NHL switching from uh, coloreds to from whites to coloreds as the home jersey?
0: That's a good point, because they've been doing that since the 05-06, no, no. Oh, 0304 season they've been doing that and I think the NHL uh, initially I want to say they did that to boost sales of away jerseys because a lot of fans always had the home whites and I'm not never was too sure why they went with the dark jerseys as a home jersey itself but I really like it and honestly I don't own any of the white Sens jerseys all I own is like the dark colored ones
1: I think I really like I really appreciate the change because I find a lot of fans will wear a home. They like wearing the home kit when they're in the stands. So you get a lot more color, a lot more color in the audience. Yeah. It just makes the stadiums look a lot more vibrant.
0: Oh, absolutely. Especially with some of the color schemes that teams go for nowadays.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Like there's a lot of nice, like bright, but neutral palettes that the NHL goes with. Like, uh, like classic Maple Leaf Blue, sends Red, uh, San Jose Teal, that um, the Ultramarine that the, the Lightning go with. There's a lot of great color
0: in the NHL. Oh, absolutely. And we also can't forget the teams like, well, I mean, I was going to say Philly, but I don't really like orange jerseys. Um, I don't know. There's too many jerseys for me to even think about right now, Tim. Huh. For
1: another episode.
0: For sure. I'm going to go on to my number three pick, and we were just talking about it, the black third jersey that was used from the 2000-2001 season until the 06-07 season. Now, what I really like about this jersey is that instead of going for the the black and red stripes on the jersey, they went for a gold stripe with the black arrows. I thought that was a really nice touch because it really, it really brings out the blacks and the reds in that jersey, and... Also one thing I really appreciated and I don't think enough fans really talk about it a whole lot is the Peace Tower shoulder patch. I really really like that shoulder patch on that jersey.
1: It really is a great shoulder patch. Like it's not just like a lot of jerseys will have like a state flag or a country symbol that's it's very generic. Mm-hmm. But I found the Peace Tower patch was very nicely stylized and it's it was a callback to the jersey from the the pre-expansion where it was just ottawa senators and you had the peace tower coming out
0: Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about that tim because there's been talk about a rebranding of the Sens jerseys for next season and there's been talk that they're going to be bringing back a peace tower shoulder patch i'd
1: be i'd be happy with that um because the 2017 2018 uh jersey was i think it's kind of half-baked
0: yeah, a lot of fans weren't very happy about those jerseys, but I think they weren't happy about the NHL 100 Classic jerseys when that first came out, and look how beautiful those turned out to be.
1: Mm-hmm. But I, I think no one would... Like, even once we saw... Even once I started seeing the jersey in person, I didn't really like it. So I'd be fine with a rebrand.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only difference from the Adidas jerseys that... From the Reebok jerseys is really the numbering and the name patch on the back that's the only real difference i can tell but i mean i'm sure that engineers yeah. at adidas and reebok could be like well no it's this sort of pattern against this or that or whatever stuff that i could never point out as just a fan mm-hmm.
1: and it's just like i don't know it's like the way it's like kind of the way that you you see the stitching It the stitching is a bit more obvious
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think you can, like, a lot of classic jerseys can play with that very well. I don't think the just slapping the old, sorry, the 2008 to 26, 2017 3D red on there and calling it a day was enough.
0: No. So let's go on to my number two pick of my favorite sense jerseys, the Black 2D Centurion. Now, this jersey was used from the expansion 92-93 season until the 98-99 season. Now, there's been three variations on this jersey. There was the Black and red with the red lettering that was only used in our expansion year. There was the black, red, and white lettering that was used from the 93 94 season until 1995. And then the black, red, white stripe, and white lettering that was primarily used from the 95, 96 season until 98, 99. My personal favorite, I really like the black and red with the white lettering. I really like that look. But if I had to pick a favorite... Or if I had to pick a jersey that I would say, here's a perfect example of a Stens jersey done right, I would have to go black and red with the white stripe and white lettering. Because that just looks great. Especially when Alfredson retired and you saw some of the players wearing them with their name on the back. I was like, oh, that looks good. Especially the Mike Hoffman one. I was like, oh, they should really bring those jerseys back. I don't know. It's just...
1: I didn't really like... I'm not a big fan of, like, the 2D Centurion, as I said, uh... And I'm just, I'm not big on like black as a base color for a jersey.
0: But the thing I about, guess a, I like well, team, the thing about a black base jersey is that you can pretty much put any color with it. I mean, look at, look at Vancouver, look at Boston, look, I don't know, look at Calgary, right? Was when they had their third jerseys.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I just feel like.
0: Look at LA. Something. Look at how beautiful LA's jerseys are with the black and silver.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I just feel like you need something to make it pop. And I felt like the 2D Centurion was just a bit too conservative to do that.
0: Okay. Well, Tim, now that we've gone from 5 to 2, it's time to go on to number 1. But before we do that, I'm going to do a couple of honorable mentions. Um, I'm going to go with the, not the Adidas 3D jerseys, but the Reebok 3D jerseys. They're not a bad-looking jersey, but they're just so plain-looking. And the logo itself is okay. I like the O shoulder patch, but I think if they had some stripes along the bottom, I think it would look much better. And just because how much I hate that jersey, I'm going to put the SNES jersey on there. And we've (laughs) talked about this off-air. I like the look of the jersey. I hate the fact it says SANS on it.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, it just seems kind of late. I think they, if they just did something more with the font or even just had the, centur- like the 3D Centurion on it or, like, Parliament Hill, it would have been a good jersey.
0: I don't see Parliament Hill as a logo, though. I think if they did a variation on the 2D Centurion, and I know how much you're not a fan of that, but if they went for a more 2D Centurion look for a logo on that jersey, I would have liked it.
1: Or maybe just the O.
0: Speaking of the O, at number one, the O jerseys. Now, there's been three jerseys here, and I really, really could not pick one as my favorite. So I had to go with all three. Now, these jerseys were used from the 2011-2012 season until last season. Now, there's three variations. There's the the black one that was used as a third jersey from 2011-2018 until last season. The cream... Colored ones that were only used for the 2014 outdoor game in Vancouver. I, I am right on that, right? It was only used for that game.
1: I believe so. I They might have worn them a few other times just to, increase, to get the sales going, but yeah, I don't think they were worn too
0: often. Okay. And then there was the red with the silver O that was used for the NHL 100 Classic. And I'm not going to lie, you know, I really, like I said, I couldn't pick a favorite because I like all three of them. And I like it for different reasons. I like the black one because I like the black and the sort of cream color with the red stripes. And I like the cream colored ones because it really brings out the black and red. Oh my God. I mean, the red one. And I know a lot of people on Sense Twitter bitched and complained and said, Oh my God, what the hell is that when they first saw it until we saw it in person. And we're like, oh my god, what a beautiful jersey. And when I was out in Ottawa, at, when I was at the team store, I wanted a Mike Hoffman jersey. They didn't have one of my size, so I bought a Mark Stone one. Now, in fairness, I wish I had bought a Tom Chabot jersey, because it seems like he's the only one who might not be traded. But, you know, that's a different <laughs> story. And I gotta say, seeing those jerseys in person, wow, they're such a beautiful looking jersey, and... We were talking about with the black third jersey with the Peace Tower shoulder patch. I really, really like with the NHL 100 Classic shoulder patch that you see Peace Tower, even if it has a smiley face on it. Mm -hmm.
1: But I think the big thing about the Heritage jersey is, like, to send Twitter credit, that the concept photo they released did look bad.
0: It did. Absolutely.
1: But when we actually saw, like, real photos of it... the seeing it on video and seeing it in person a lot of the detail like it was interesting because once people looked at the details like oh these might like the concept photo is terrible but these might look good in person oh these look really good in person
0: they do they look absolutely gorgeous in person and it's surprising when i was at the game in ottawa that a lot of people didn't wear those jerseys you see a lot of the the black ones but you didn't see a lot of those ones because they were they had only come out like a month or so before the game started Mm -hmm.
1: But yeah, like they're really nice looking
0: jerseys. Oh my god, they're just beautiful. I'm so glad I have one of those in my closet right now. And actually, looking at the jersey right now, and this is something I didn't put in my notes, if you look at the arm, you see the silver stripe around it, and it has all of the Stanley Cup winning teams on that. Oh, that's cool. I really like that touch. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I know uh, this season has had a lot of interest. Like, uh, this season's had a lot of, uh, like, classics. And you had, I think, the Maple Leafs. They tried to do something similar with their Stormtrooper jersey. But it just, because they're trying to evoke the image of, like, Navy men. But I just don't think it really
0: worked. No, it was a lot like what the Montreal Canadiens did for the NHL 100 Classic. It was just a very basic white with the little red stripes on it. She looks mm-hmm. eh, okay, but speaking of Leaf's jerseys, the one jersey I really like was the black, not black, sorry, the blue with the big white stripe in the middle of it right across the midriff. That mm-hmm. looks nice, especially with the old school Leaf logo on it. I really dig like those jerseys.
1: That's a really nice, that is a really nice jersey.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, but it's a good list.
0: Yep. So that entails my list. Now it's time to talk about Tim's top five favorite sense jerseys. Amara start at number five. Tim, what do you got?
1: I think I'm gonna have to go really off the board and say like the the early 1900s sense jerseys.
0: Ooh. It was just a okay. Really okay.
1: Basic stripe. It was a nice basic stripe mix with a pair of brown hockey pants, and it worked.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about brown hockey pants, but eh, you know what the jerseys look like, right?
1: I don't know. I think there's something very classic about brown hockey pants. Like, it it kind of invokes, like, an image of, like, kind of a rugby, like, that that very deliberate rugby style they were going for.
0: Yeah, and I know, especially when hockey first started in the late 1800s, that's exactly how they sold it, right? They sold it as sort of a, a version of rugby on ice.
1: Mm-hmm. And... It's it's a very interesting look, and I think it for the era, it's pulled off very well.
0: Oh, absolutely, Tim. I mean, I'm glad they don't go with the brown hockey pants today, but, you know, the jerseys look all right. And even, go back to what I was saying about the NHL 100 Classic, when you watched it on TV, and you saw that little intro they did with, like, the old school Habs and the old school Senators, that's very cool looking. And especially when they built a tiny little ice rink next to, like, the actual rank itself and sitting mm-hmm. there and granted you know minus 15 at the time when that happened it was such a cool thing to see in person
1: yeah no kit. i'm a little sad i missed it but i just didn't have the
0: time personally you know what and this is a hot take so i'm gonna prepare everybody here the alumni game was cooler. I'm just going to be honest here. The alumni game was cooler because you see it at Parliament Hill. You see the Parliament Hill and the Peace Tower in the background and it's snowing. And you see Alfie and Yashin and Bonk and Patrick Laleem and Wade Redden and all these guys that we grew up watching. I'm like, oh my god, my childhood has returned.
1: Counterpoint, Eugene Melnick.
0: Good point. Although I did see Pierre Dorian of the game though. Yeah, that guy looks I'm... like a, such a dork. Yeah, he's a great scout. Oh, I also saw Corey Warren there, but you know, that's another that's another talking point altogether. So let's go back to your top five cents jerseys list. I believe we're at number four now.
1: Number four, it's gonna be the 2017-2018 tw- Her- Heritage jerseys, Red O Silver Lining. As we're just just gushing about, it's a very well-made jersey. I guess my big thing is I'm a sucker for the 3D Centurion.
0: Okay, I just got to point out, what exactly inspired you to put this jersey at number four? And especially because I put it at number one on my list.
1: Again, like, I guess i big sucker for the 3D Centurion. It's a beautiful, it's a very beautiful jersey. hmm I don't know, I think three and four are very close for me. Okay. Um, this one, it's got very well constructed. Great shoulder patches. I really like what they're doing with the, with like kind of with the broad stripes. I guess I just really like the 3D. <laughs> but number three... I think three and four are a tie. Okay. Uh, number number three is the 2008 to 2017 Hobaway jerseys. So I really like the minimalism they were going for there. Like, okay. I think the minimalism in that sense looks
0: well. Yeah, and even though I bitched about the current... 3d centurion sends jerseys i do actually kind of dig their away white jerseys i think it does look very cool and it looks very clean that's what i really like i mean granted i wish they had a uh, some stripes at the waist but you know what for what it is it's a not a bad looking jersey i just wish that there was some stripes on it or do you think it would have made it a little too busy I think it would have been too busy because
1: they have... They have cool stuff going on on the arms and in the... In the armpit. Right. Like... And I think that was the appropriate place to do that. Because I think what you get is a very... It's kind of blank slate. And it really lets the... Kind of the red show through.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I like the minimal... I do like the minimalistic Centurion. Although after they After... Who was it that erased the eyebrows?
0: I don't know. I don't know who uh, who erased the Did, eyebrows on it. No, like the like there was someone on Twitter made an image. Where oh, they just that one those eyebrows on the Centurion. Yeah, that just looks weird. And I know I got two Sens figures on my desk right now, and I'm looking at them. And I'm like, there's no eyebrows on that. And I went, like, no wait, no, no, there's no eyebrows on that. That's just the eye line.
1: Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's like. It's a cool jersey. It's a very cool jersey. Yeah, and I think I really like what they did with the lettering on the jersey, especially uh, the C's and the A's. Yeah. Like, going with a serifed font was a good choice.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think about the current lettering on the Sens jerseys? Do you think they just look a little too small and compact on it?
1: Yeah, it... I, th- I think that sort of lettering would look better on a different jersey. Okay. It doesn't really fit what the... What the jersey's really going for, like I think, like that sort of very like modern sport lettering. Uh-huh. It doesn't really fit the sense. No, I think it fits like like San Jose better, or Phoenix, or the Kings, or like like a football, like sorry, a uh like a a Premiership team maybe.
0: Mm, that's a good point.
1: It just doesn't scream Ottawa Senators to me.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: But that might change with time.
0: Maybe. Maybe with this rebranding for this pa- for next this next season, maybe they'll yeah. do something about it.
1: Or maybe they'll be al- allowed to... Maybe they'll get an exception to change the font, like with Philadelphia. Philadelphia still has the white name bar on the back of the Philly jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, number two, it's that 2000 to 2007 alternate jersey. Now... I think I really agree is that gold banding is what really makes the jersey pop. Yes. And I think it's just a really, it's a a beautiful looking jersey. Great shoulder patches. This version of the set, 3D Centurion, as much as I like kind of the more minimalistic take, I think the defined look makes it look a bit
0: more interesting. Okay. I've and always I thought like, that the original three D logo looked kinda goofy. I always more preferred the current three D logo opposed to the original one, but I'm interested in hearing why you picked this one over the current one.
1: Um, this one it's it's better defined. Like it it kinda I guess it looks more uh like someone's kinda actually staring at you and I think they did the they gave the face a nice weight. Right. So that I think that's why I pre- I definitely appreciate it. Okay. Um, I can s- I can see it if you're like if you have a bit more of a mi- minimalistic aesthetic, it can look a little goofy. I can definitely I can concede that. Mm-hmm. Um. Honestly, I go back and forth between the two. Okay. Because both look good, but I think the one thing I really like about the like the black jerseys that gold ba- that gold banding it like makes the black pop, but it also really it really ties the logo into the jersey.
0: Absolutely, I really appreciate that they. I don't know the reasoning behind it, but I always felt like, especially looking at the original two D Centurion, is that you see the gold band around that logo. I think that's what they were sort of going for for the stripes themselves.
1: Yeah, for sure. And like, I'm glad that the gold banding was preserved. Has been preserved. In the Senators logo, Mm-hmm. I guess I'd be a little worried if we went for a full a full O rebrand that we'd lose that piece of the logo.
0: Yeah, but what if they used it as a shoulder patch, though? Like, oh, sort that'd of. Be- yeah. You know, we've been talking about like
1: shoulder patches, and this is going to be a complete segue. And this is going back to your favorite jersey of all time, the two thousand eight to two thousand ten Sens alternate. Um. Sorry, 2009-2010 Sens alternate with uh, the Sens on it.
0: Yep. The 3D
1: Centurion wasn't a great shoulder patch.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's a good point. I really didn't really like that as a shoulder patch. But granted, I didn't like the Sens on the front either. And we we discussed it here in this episode, Tim. I said if they did a more variation on the 2D Centurion, I think it would have really made that jersey stand out more for me. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think it would work if they did something similar to like with Vancouver where they just had Vancouver arced around the Orca?
0: No, because I really, I think that looks sort of cheap. And I know a lot of people don't like this, the Canucks Orca. I really dig those jerseys, but I, or that look, but I only like it on the original jersey that they had. the sort of blue and maroon and silver jerseys from like the really late 90s. I think that's the only jersey that, that logo fits on. I don't think it fits on the original blue and green jerseys. Yeah.
1: That was just a really good color. Like it was a it's a very subdued color palette. Mhm. But I think it's a very Vancouver color palette.
0: Well, it's a very Pacific Northwest colors, especially when you look at it doesn't uh, have the green though. That's well that's true. I mean the Mariners, I don't they definitely have the blue. I don't they have a little bit of green in there. The Seahawks definitely have the blue and green. The Canucks have it. As much as I would, I would have seen the White Caps go with that, but I, I do appreciate the blue and white that they've gone with. I know the uh, Seattle Sounders have gone with that look, but no, I'm really, really digging that color palette.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned like, like I think we're both talking about like city color palettes because like attitudes of cities really do get like caught they can really be well represented by color. Mm-hmm. Especially when you start going into the language of color. So like I think the the best example is Toronto. And uh Toronto obviously its color is blue. Everything is blue. Even the Varsity team, the University of Toronto Blues. Toronto's yeah. a very conservative city when you get right down to it. Like it's conserv it's conservative in its approach to pretty much everything. Its major industry is finance. Right. And it's kind of funny that there's this city that before, like, it's this very conservative. It probably, like, York probably supported the crown up until uh, the formation of Canada. Mm-hmm. In a lot of things, uh, very, very supportive of an Anglophone-centric Canada. And it has this very, and its color is a color that's often associated with conservatism in the world outside of the United States.
0: Yeah, so I never funny. really thought about it that way, Tim.
1: Yeah, well, if we look at like Seattle, it's this it's known as the Emerald City, right? Yep. And it's a city that's very green, it's very vibrant. It's a lot about nature and it really it's really tied together.
0: Yeah. You can even look at a city like Montreal, right? Where they had the red, and red is such a vibrant color and Montreal has been really known as been a real vibrant city and I know Montreal Depending on where in Montreal you go, it's either a very Francophone city or a very Anglophone city. And for many years, it was primarily an Anglophone city. But I think the red really represents a city like Montreal perfectly because it's so vibrant in the same way, like you were saying about Seattle with the blues and greens, as that it it's such a vibrant emerald color. Mm-hmm.
1: And coming to Ottawa, that's... I'm a little surprised the Senators wear red. And I think the only reason they do is because they're... Ottawa is the capital of Canada.
0: Yeah, because even when I was in Ottawa, I never got a sense that Ottawa is an overly vibrant city. It always seems like they lean more towards the, more of a conservative, and and I'm sure it must have been different for you because you lived there, but I've always got a sense, it was more of a conservative feel to the city, not a more vibrant. Am I I wrong for thinking that, Tim? I'm going to replace conservative with stable. Okay. It's very,
1: it's like a very, you don't, Ottawa doesn't really rock the boat. A lot of people leave the downtown core at 5 p.m. Like, it's a government town. Yeah. And I guess it's also interesting that a lot of Washington teams, are all. they also have a lot of red. I think part of that's red, white, and blue, but maybe it's something to do with... Red is a color that's often associated with power and royalty.
0: Yeah. And do you think maybe that's why I see, like, New York has always primarily gone for blue in their sport jerseys?
1: I think it's New York, it's the finance, it's the trade. But well, what's interesting is it's also a color that's been associated. I think it's New York always kind of styles itself as America's city, so that's mm-hmm. why they always have the red, white, and blues. It's always red, white, and blue. It's not just a blue or a red like where with the Washington Capitals, it's very red. While like the Yankees, they they've got like the hat, but the font is blue. So the red and white hat with the blue font.
0: They don't they don't have a red hat though. They only have the.
1: Uh... Oh, I thought they had a red hat.
0: No, no, they only have a dark blue. Dark blue okay.
1: hat. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of the logo.
0: Actually, even the logo is never red. They've always been really? white. Yeah. Okay. The variation on the look of it has is is sort of been different over the years. But, yeah, they've never gone for a red yeah, logo. Think- you're thinking more of, like, the Boston Red Sox. Because Boston always went for a red jersey and red look. Yeah. Boston's interesting
1: because their teams don't really have a unified color scheme. And I think it you could probably infer about, you could probably, I don't want to go too much into, I don't, as former Prime Minister Stephen Harper said, I don't want to commit sociology here, but it's interesting because the Celtics are, like, the Celtics are green, the Bruins are primarily yellow, uh, the Patriots red, white, and blue, and yeah, the Sox are red. Yeah. It's That's an interesting case.
0: Yeah, it's where you see a team like, or a city like Pittsburgh, where it's black and gold. Every team is black and gold, whether it's the Steelers, the Penguins, the Pirates, any of their sport. The only teams that aren't that color scheme are their college teams, because they have Penn or they have Pitt. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then it's funny because if you go down to Florida, you basically toss the whole equation out.
0: Oh, yeah, they just throw shit against the wall and see what sticks.
1: But that's also Florida at a nutshell.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So Tim, I just realized like we've really gone off the the track here with sense jerseys. So let's uh guide ourselves back to that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, sure. Interesting discussion
0: though. Oh, absolutely. I believe you were at your number one, but first, can we hear some of your honorable mentions before we go to number one? Honorable mentions.
1: Uh I guess there's it's weird that alternate sense jersey that we just poo pooed on. I have to give it an honorable mention because it it always kind of comes back to mind no matter what you do it may not have been great but it was memorable
0: yeah yeah the look itself wasn't too bad but we've already discussed why we hated the sands and the shoulder patch we've kind of i think that's the one we've discussed the most yeah we've, (laughs) we've pretty much beat it to death
1: yeah i think uh honorable mention to uh the expansion whites much as I'm not a big fan of the 2D sender, I think that was probably the best implementation of it. Mm-hmm. Um anything else that I want to kind of shout out. No, I think I've co- I think I've covered everything really. Okay. Yeah, I guess I actually do like those Cre the Cremo.
0: Yeah, those are nice. Are and you know what's nice. funny? I've never seen one of those in person.
1: I've seen a few, but that's just cuz I lived in Ottawa.
0: Yeah, I guess if you lived in Ottawa it's much different, but even when I was in Ottawa Didn't see anybody wearing Sens jerseys until game time.
1: Yeah. That's kind of the thing about Ottawa is a lot of the people you see on the street, there's a high chance they're not from Ottawa.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe it's different when you go into the suburbs where you might see more Sens jerseys, but if you are more downtown, then it's more the government workers. It's more the business type that aren't going to wear the jerseys. Yeah. Well, yeah, no
1: one's from Ottawa. That really helped. That's a big that's a big thing that kind of bats against the senators as well. Because most of Ottawa's like Ottawa is deliberately very deliberately a federal government town. Right. So you don't see a lot of so you'll have like a bunch of people from Toronto or all over the all over the country and in terms of the Bank of Canada where I used to work all over
0: the world. So you'll see a lot of transplants, is what you're saying. Exactly. Sort so of like, like what Arizona sees with their teams, because you see a lot of transplants going there. And they don't care about the local teams. They only go to those games until their team comes to town, though.
1: Or just like how in New York you can throw a a stone and you'll probably hit another team's sports bar.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Although New York, there's a lot of people who are from New York as well. So you have this huge groundswell support for all the New York teams. But uh, on to Tim's number one jersey. And I did say I was wearing this jersey currently but before this aired. Do you want to guess what it is?
0: I'm going to say Okay, I'm gonna say Does it have the current three D Centurion on it? No. Ooh. Does it have the O on it? Nope. You're not wearing a SNES jersey, are you? <laughs> no. Well, I'm pretty much running out of ideas, Tim.
1: I thought you knew me better than this. It's the 1998
0: to 2007 3D red jersey. Ah, you son of a bitch. You're right. That's or the a beautiful one that jersey. I would take every opportunity to wear in middle school. Yes, you did. Well, actually, that's not true. You wore the uh, the black 3D sometimes. Yeah, I did like that one a lot. Which time. I thought actually was a much better looking jersey than the, the red one, but no, that's my opinion.
1: I don't know. I feel like the red. The three D red is a really well constructed jersey. Like I think it's, like I like that they went with swoops and curves instead of just standard bars.
0: Yeah, and I think it, they went with that to make it more stand out as opposed to like, the other jerseys we've had.
1: Oh, for sure. Like it, it really pops. It like the jersey actually, it looks good in motion. Mm-hmm. And I really like that they bordered the black swooshes with white.
0: Yeah, those that are helps nice. Them pop. Oh, absolutely, man. They really do pop.
1: Yeah, like I think I think a lot of tri-color jerseys get busy. Mhm. But I think they did a very good job on this jersey to make sure things things are put together. And then what's nice is it gives a very natural place for the logo to sit and be incorporated with the rest of the jersey.
0: Yeah, I really couldn't have said it better, Tim.
1: Yeah, like it's a it's an incredibly well put together jersey and it's still one of my favorites and yeah, the 2D
0: sender makes a
1: great shoulder
0: patch. Oh, for sure, buddy. Well, I guess and that wraps up our top five day, bud.
1: Yeah, I guess one more point about Ottawa, though, is... Uh, if you go skating down the canal, uh-huh. you just see so many jerseys. I'd say it's about 40% sense jerseys. Just because of all the transplants. But it's kind of awesome just seeing all these jerseys going up and down the canal.
0: Yeah. Then you're just like, Arizona, who the hell cheers for that team? Yeah.
1: And the nice thing is most of the jerseys are made with a lot of flow space so you can fit a winter jacket underneath it.
0: That's true. I wish I had actually done that in Ontario, but you know. Wait, what? I didn't. I remember because I only wore a hoodie when I was out there.
1: Oh. Well, that explains why you are so cold.
0: Yeah. You blew it. I blew it. Yeah, I know. Typical West Coast, hey, thinking that, <laughs> oh, minus 31 weather. Ah, hoodie will be fine. That's a, That's funny. such a West Coast mindset of, oh, it's going to be cold? Yeah, I'll just bring a hoodie.
1: Yeah, and then it's funny because you'll have a lot of West Coasters telling you, it's like, oh, I'd, uh, I could deal with cold. And I'll just wear, like, shorts and some shit. I'm like, okay, buddy. Well, why do you come to Calgary in January and tell me that? <laughs>
0: That's, because, that's why we don't come to Calgary in January, Tim. Yeah, but it's it's funny. It's like,
1: you'll get a lot... I noticed this like way more on the West Coast than the East Coast. On the East Coast, nobody brags about being able to deal with the cold.
0: No, because they are born into it, right? And they just sort of deal with it. We A, deal with it,
1: and B, we all realize it's kind of a stupid pissing contest, but it's like you get this funny bravery when you're not exposed to real cold. Yep. I guess there's no such thing as atheists in fo- there's no such thing as atheists in a foxhole, as they say. No comment. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I think this has been a pretty good episode, honestly.
0: I think so. Well, if we don't have anything more to talk about, I guess it's time to bring her home, eh, Tim? As always. Let's do it. First of all, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Third Line Plug Sensecast. I hope you enjoy it because, believe me, Tim and I love recording them for you. You can find us on iTunes. Please listen, rate, and subscribe. We are on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash plug SenseCast. Because our bod Dave made the mention, we are on Google Play Music. You can find us on Twitter. At ThirdLinePlug is our Twitter handle. Tim is at M901HoneyBadger, and I am at GreatWhiteGipster, G-R-8-W-Y-T-E Gipster. If you want to shoot us an email to talk about your favorite sense jersey, you can shoot us an email. sensecast at gmail.com
1: Yeah, so... This is probably gonna be most of us until the draft, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I believe so. Unless we have another idea in between now and the draft.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we'll think we might think of something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, we'll probably be coming back with like a top five favorite jerseys of all time. Jesus.
1: Uh let's not become the third line plug jersey cast. Or we could all
0: just sit in awe of the Vegas Golden Knights. No, Twitter already does that enough for us. Jesus Christ, they're one game away from the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, I know. I know. We were, we were in the same position last year, Tim.
1: Yeah, but they get three kicks in the can.
0: True. Until next time, guys. I am your host, Taylor Gibson. And this is Tim Jensen. Go Sens, guys. Time it is up. They're going home.